0: Hey friends, it's Joe and Felicia and welcome to the Family Friend, a Family Frenzy Unfiltered podcast where we welcome you into the frenzy of our life as we raise our three kids and move to Japan.
1: We're back in a hotel.
0: We are. It's hotel round two. Round two. Our home has been poisoned. Yep. Twice. Twice and sterilized about five times. Yeah. We've done more laundry than I ever care to admit. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to process how much i have washed in the last three weeks but it's a date night i could have kept working but i came home at 9 p.m because i work with japan now so that's <laughs> apparently getting off the clock at night and me and my wife are gonna hang out and i got her some treats at the hotel so we have you'll be hearing snickers what, what did you get
1: that's what you got.
0: It's a Snickers, Snickers. ice cream oh, bar. Oh, it's
1: an ice cream bar.
0: And I got a Twix ice cream I bar. I want that one,
1: but I want a bite of this one. Yeah, we'll get to try them all. And we're just gonna hang
0: out with you and welcome them into the crazy of our world.
1: Oh.
0: it's soft. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, too soft? No. Yeah. Here's my Twix. Mmm. really soft.
1: Okay, well you took like half the bite I did. Yeah. I took half the bite you did. Look at that. He took down the whole freaking thing.
0: And it was only like an inch and a half. It wasn't too well. That's Emiko. It's a living creature. <laughs> 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 so yeah, life's been really, really crazy. We've had really low days.
1: Yeah.
0: Today was kind of a low day. It was, but we had a great visit from a friend, and I think yeah. that turned around a lot of our perspective. hmm like, do you have anyone in your life that's just, like, a ball of joy and light? Like, persistent, unending light? There's there's someone who just came into the hotel, so it made some noise, but... Like, this woman is amazing. I'm gonna go grab her. you gonna grab her? I can get her. I just wanna drive by this ice cream real quick. Take a Snickers bite. I'll oh, finish that thought after I grab my child.
1: It was a really timely visit because I feel like people in general are really hard on themselves. And at least for me, I tend to over-perceive how people see me. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of cliche to say, but like, you know, people say like, you're your own worst critic. But, like, I really am. Like, I, like, get very down on myself on how I function. And so, like, it's always really good for me to hear other people's perspective of my life. Mm -hmm. Because I often, very often, don't have that same perspective. Like, whoop.
0: I just got blasted.
1: It's, um, Carry on with your
0: deep <laughs> while I clean puke off of myself.
1: It's a struggle for me to see like to see the impacts that I've made or that we've made as a couple on other people. I always kind of feel like I'm not like, I'm not people tell me things that I that I do or that I've done and I'm in the back of my my mind I'm like, I didn't do that. <laughs> I haven't done that. Yeah. You know, and so it's like really I struggle with like imposter syndrome. That I'm not really who they say I am. You know.
0: You know, it's neat though because I think you it's more than that. Like like I have imposter syndrome. I I think sometimes though like you just
1: your yeah, I got your foot in Yeah, got
0: your foot. I don't know. I think you have something like worse than imposter syndrome. Like you, you can't like when, when Felicia was doing student teaching, she worked so flipping hard. And I just remember like there's days where I was doing engineering homework and I was looking at what she was doing. And I was like, man, I don't work hard enough. (laughs) Like just because she put so much thought and effort and excellence and then she would get feedback, and it would just be positive feedback. And it would still be this drone of, like, give me something critical. Give me a critique. Like, I'm not – I'm a failure. <laughs> I think at one point you felt like you were failing. Yeah. Because they're only saying good things about you. Totally. And it's, it is imposter syndrome. Maybe it's more severe than me as I kind of replay it because I have that same idea, too. of like I perceive silence as condemnation, mm-hmm. like with Reggie. We had a, a friend, Reggie, I played on, uh, he was a, a like worship director and I played on their team and like I played on this guy's team for five months playing bass in the back and I got zero feedback like during
1: practice. Well, and you were self-conscious uh, there too because I was you, had, you had moved from like a non-denomin non-denominational mainstream kind of Christian music to something where it was more
0: gospel yeah and gospel if you haven't listened to gospel music like my goodness that bass on gospel and, and gospel drummers i have so much respect for but like zero feedback so anytime i saw him even though he'd be smiling or whatever i would perceive it as condemnation that like i don't belong here and he's just too nice to kick me off the team and then there's like one day after five months where he sent a note and it was just like yeah, I really appreciate that you've been helping out the team, and so it was just like something casual, like flip it, like, thanks for filling in the gap, and it was like two words, and I was like, he doesn't hate me, that was like the only <laughs> thing I immediately
1: thought. Yeah, I remember back in school when I was doing all of my training and testing, we had to take this huge test and, and make this giant portfolio, basically, I don't remember what it's called. Oh. You remember? what? Mm-hmm. I spent hours and hours on it. It took a semester. That's it, so stupid. It took a whole semester to do, but I needed to pass this, and some people just, like, weren't passing, and if you didn't pass, you couldn't get your certificate to teach, and, like, like so four you went through four wasted. years, right, and then you don't even get your certificate. So, like, we were really, like, pressed to, like, do well and perform well and take this seriously, and so a lot of us did. And I got my results back and I showed um, one of my teachers the results and she was like, I've only seen two other scores that high. And I was like, what? No. Like I just saw one other score that was like one point lower than mine. What are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, one point lower is kind of normal. But this, the score that you got is like, a lot of people don't get this. And I was just like, My, I just didn't get it. I was like, I I don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Like, and still to this day, I I feel like the fear of failure for me anyway, or underperforming is so, definitely before I had kids, like it gripped me so tightly that I didn't get a job Mm -hmm. because I was so afraid of failing at that job and, or not living up to the people's standards at that job like I couldn't do what they wanted me to do and so I just never tried because I was too scared of failing like legit anyway we're kind of getting off topic I was gonna say
0: let's bring it back
1: right I, so I'll
0: let you segue because I was gonna segue
1: right so <laughs> this uh friend of ours moved away like a year or two ago two years ago no. uh, March 2020 okay two, okay a right, year before ago. our world took a turn so they moved away, this couple moved away, and this couple and and us we we just got along really well. we saw we saw eye to eye on a lot of things. we were in a young married small group together um and we learned a lot from one another um and they were just a joy to have around. They were always encouraging um and always pointing us in the direction of the Lord, trying to see um see how God moved in our lives and just gave us really fresh perspective and we in turn have influenced them recently we've just been in a really like low place like we've just been bouncing from place to place it feels like and
0: navigating crisis yeah
1: ever since we've moved out of the house um People have been sick,
0: which we're still dealing
1: with, Um, and there's been safety issues and cleanliness issues and crisis, and it's just like, we feel like we just can't get a break. And then we talked to our friend who's visiting from out of town, we had like a two-hour chat with her, and she was like, let me tell you what what God has done, and she just blew us away like joe and i were like almost in tears with just like the encouragement that she gave us
0: when we felt like we've been failing
1: as parents even in our marriage
0: on certain days Mm -hmm. like it's just been challenging we don't feel like we're caring for or blessing one another our kids or any other family members or friends in our circles like it's just been a season of depletion and exhaustion And running on fumes. Yeah. And this woman was sharing stories of her and her husband encountering different obstacles or adversity. And then thinking, well, what would Joe and Felicia have done in this situation? And then, like, taking these crazy faith jumps. Like, things that they had seen in our lives over the last five years were still directing decisions in their lives. And that was so humbling mm-hmm. for us to miss that. It, that spoke so much value over our life. Like, she was like, of course you would have a podcast. <laughs> like Because she just felt like she grew when she was in the presence of our lives. And what was crazy is we felt like we were always growing yeah. when we were in the presence of their life, seeing how wonderful they are as, like, financial stewards, mm-hmm. like these folks are like 34 and they just bought a house in cash because they felt like that was something God was leading them to do with financial stewardship. And at 34, like to be able to buy a home in this market in cash is a miracle. But at the same time, we've experienced miracles of like getting out of our mortgage and having all of our credit card debt paid off with all loans associated with the home paid off. And we're in a no mortgage situation because we're J&J's providing our housing as we move to Japan. So it was was neat for us at almost 30 to see where another couple is at 34 that adores and cares for us. And we adore them and care for them. And, like, it was just mutually edifying. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the spiritual word, which means, like, building up in our faith and in our character. Her presence
1: was just so timely. Yeah.
0: To step into our our chaos and just be, like, a joy bomb, a bright light. So hopefully yeah, and because, beca- especially workout. for
1: me, like I said, like, I just don't... That's our daughter. She has bronchiolitis, which is the common cold for a baby. She's fine.
0: Bronchiolitis means inflammation of the bronchus in Latin.
1: Thank you for that.
0: Just thought they'd want to know the technical. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Pretentious Joe over
1: here. Sorry. For me... And it was so important to hear how we've impacted her her marriage and her life, because I just didn't think that we were doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just didn't think that that's what we were doing and yeah. like and to be in such a low place right now it like to hear something so encouraging was just like a breath of fresh air yeah oh, well,
0: we needed it, you know and it's our hope that we're that to whoever listens to this podcast mm-hmm. by being vulnerable and transparent, but man, it was so cool having someone come into our life that was just like a hundred on the brightness, joyness scale because we've been low and it it's crazy because there's other people that came into our life in previous weeks, like Kristen was one where like they provided a space for me to lament mm-hmm. and process. Grief, and and like to come into the low with me and stay low, Low? Mm -hmm. and to have then Krista come in where we're on the rise and push us higher. Like, so I think as you're navigating people that are navigate that are navigating their own grief or turmoil or crisis, like you know grieve with those who are grieving or mourn with those who are mourning, and then rejoice with those who rejoice, and then when you're in the boundary like discern what makes sense. But yeah. it was so, such a blessing to have people come into our life at the right moment to give us what we needed emotionally and spiritually because there's other times where people can come in and they, they, they come in at the wrong moment the wrong way and they do a lot more harm than good. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> oh, I've done it to people too. And you can't, you can't step back from those moments. Like they're just done. Like you just made it worse for someone
1: yeah, I mean, just remember, even though you're, you are you know, on the mountaintop right now looking out and all the pastures are green, just remember that there, there's someone in the valley suffering. <laughs> you know, there really is. Like, for, for, you know, all the highs you experience, there are people who are in lows. And for the people who are in lows, there will be highs. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there will always be highs. And, you know, it might not be... And I might not be super high, yeah. but it's better than where you were before, you know? And, and like, I've had <clears> moments <throat> like that just this past week where it's, I've had revelations of just like my mental state and my mental health. is like, I, concerning my mental health, I am not where I used to be. I was much worse Mm-mm. than where I am now. That was a major, major valley point in my life. I've had highs since then. I've had lows since then. But my lows have never been quite as low as that. And I don't think they ever will be again. Yeah. You know? And so... Yeah, I just feel like that needs to be said. Like... Remember the lows. Enjoy your highs. Someone's high might look different than someone else's high. And someone's low might look different than someone else's low. But they're all valid. And they're all real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Also, we're doing this podcast in the dark. Which is kind (laughs) of weird. (laughs) It's kind of weird.
0: But we're trying to get our daughter to fall asleep. And we're eating... We had Snickers and Twix ice cream. Felicia's eating some crunch ice cream. I bought overpriced hotel treats. Because I could have stayed at our apartment and kept cleaning... I got done with two Japanese meetings from 7 to 9 p.m., and I was like, I'm just going to go see my wife and try to date her and be nice and thoughtful, and our date started with a podcast together, which I think is so cute. But I also got drinks, well, drink, sing it, two, one for each of us. Lemon water. Oh, I guess I did get two. I got you Lemon water. And then I got some kind of weird strawberry margarita by Cut Water.
1: It's in, can, in, in a can, which makes me nervous. It's a little concerning. <laughs> I'm going to open mine. Oh, I'm not going to open mine. Uh,
0: I don't know if I'll have anything today. That's fine. But I'll cheers to the air. Like, to not being sad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the next couple
1: weeks. I think we're on and up. You know, it'll get better. (laughs) I don't want that. I really just don't want it. Yeah, I
0: think actually on the last podcast I did, I was in your grandma's basement. And I was talking about like resilience and working through, you know, periods of suck. And I think the encouragement I had, I'm saying if I can remember, it was like, you know, when you're going through something like it'll either get better, it'll get worse or it'll stay the same. And that's, like, that was really helpful for me to just recognize, like, it will get better, it will get worse, it will stay the same. Like, it's one of those three. So I have, like, it allows me to at least recognize there's only three outcomes instead of tens of thousands, mm-hmm. you know, across that spectrum. And I think having Chris to drop by really affirmed in my life that, like, it will get better for us at that apartment and in this transition season between being homeowners and moving to Japan doesn't mean there won't be valleys and hard days, right? But I'm hopeful that we can kind of settle in a little bit more for the next month or so until we get our visa and have a blessed season here. That we can have some some joy bomb podcasts in the months to come, rather than just the heavy deep processing stuff.
1: But yeah, know. hopefully we can get on here and talk about like my addiction to. Sims or... It's not an addiction because you don't let it get in the way of... It could, though. Your... I keep it on your laps.
0: <laughs> I do kind of... You are a closet Sims player. I have noticed tendencies where I'm like, Oh, Sims is out. And you're like, yeah. There's like... All... <laughs> and I have... But like... It is okay if you don't want to spend time with your kids a hundred percent of the time and you just, mommy needs a Sims day. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's
1: terrible. Why? I can't justify that because it's a fictional family. (laughs) I know, but
0: sometimes fictional families are easier. That's why people watch telenovelas and stuff.
1: No. Telenovelas are awesome.
0: Or romance novels.
1: But anyway, yeah, we'll talk about my escapism and...
0: Your Sims family is beautiful.
1: And, uh, They're
0: diverse and talented. What about your,
1: what? It, what's, um, well, you we, your pretentious, pretentious engineer and your obsession with TikTok.
0: It's not an obsession. Also. Is it an obsession?
1: We should do a podcast on why it takes men over 10 minutes to poop consistently. You know,
0: gender's a spectrum. So for us to just say that <laughs> men take long poops. Husbands holistic.
1: take long poops. Holistically. Maybe not men. Husbands take long poops.
0: <laughs> it's not escapism. I do good thinking there. Mm. It's processing. And the process takes time. Like, you can't rush it.
1: You get in, you get out, you get Done. Oh, it's a nice space to dude, man. You settle. S- you sit in your own stink. It's so I mean, gross. You don't smell it after. Yeah, the no, you do smell it, Joe. Externally, I don't smell
0: it while well. it's being delivered. Is that the right verb? That's not the right verb.
1: I'm gonna eat all of these. Yeah, I don't
0: like them. So, you oh, can, awesome. Yeah, enjoy your little ice cream poppers.
1: Anyway, your, your nuggies. We need to, to talk nuggies. about that.
0: The long poops. We could do, we can go deeper into that. No, maybe
1: something else. Yeah.
0: And I mean, we Fun. need more underwhelmed wives. We need the underwhelmed wife. You shouldn't pluralize yeah, that. Yeah, not
1: wives. You have one wife. Yeah, yeah. and I'd,
0: I'd like to start talking a bit more about how to equip people to have open dialogue, like to have real conversations with folks. There
1: we go. I think we should stop off. Stop off. Right now. We
0: stop stuff. here. Oh, okay. <sighs> to the revolution, and the hope that you subscribe to our podcast. podcast. Also,
1: Hamilton Always. is visiting. Is back on tour in 2022.
0: Never satisfied. Always satisfied. Always. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> or Please
1: subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'm
0: committed. I think we need to do this jingle by hand. By hand? Every single time. Well, like, some people have really polished podcasts that, like, end with, like, a studio-produced, like, Yeah, with, like, a drop and a hook. And I like our rolling, somewhat awkward endings that sometimes end in the after-ending dialogue. So they like might stay through the cringe song. They get like their their, their twelve <laughs> seconds of cringe. It's MCU every day. after credits. And
1: we are the after credits. <laughs> Whoa.
0: Okay, bye, friends.
1: Bye.